Rough Talk VR. Welcome to another episode of Rough Talk VR, a weekly podcast with in-depth game reviews, exclusive developer interviews, and the latest Oculus Quest news. We join our hosts D Scruffles and Stratus2K1 today as they spend another episode breaking down and discussing the Oculus Quest virtual reality world. Hey, welcome to this episode of Rough Talk VR. We got a little bit of news today. You know, we skipped it last week, so I, I won't lie. I, mi- I missed it. This week's news is... A little bit of last week's... Next week. week's old news. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You know, it, it did kind of suck to, to take a week off from news. Yeah, I love doing interviews. Last week we had two interviews, but we didn't do a review episode. We didn't do a Monday morning news. No. Nope. And I, I, I didn't sleep right, you know? I we didn't feel complete. No, I need the, the Monday morning news. And we call it Monday morning news, but you might be listening on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's fine. It's not illegal. Just a name. Yeah, you won't get pulled over. You <laughs> it's know, not illegal. You won't get pulled over. You're rolling down the street you on your way to work. You to the news a month from now. Sir, are you listening to Monday Morning News? Do you know what day it is? It's Wednesday. <laughs> Change that. Turn it off. Could just delete right. the episode. No, just, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, like always, uh, each week, talking the, the latest and greatest in the world of VR. Uh, so the I get, scoops. The, the scoops, I tell you. The latest. The latest scoops. Uh, so, so right off the top, I guess a fun one to hop into, uh, just cause we love them, you know, resolution games, Demio, one of our favorite games, who doesn't love Demio? They just added a pass through mode for both the quest two and the quest pro. Of course they did. Yeah. So if you're on, <laughs> yeah, well, well it makes sense because their game wasn't already good enough. You know, it makes sense. I, I, and giving you a playroom and things to paint and little games to play. Dude, the painting feature is one of the coolest aspects of Demio. Yeah. I mean, I wish. Well, well hold on, it, let me go backwards. I wish you I don't could know. go a little more. I know side, we'll say side area of Demio, not yeah. the actual game itself. Yeah, it's hard it's to say. in a game, man. No, I won't say that, but it, of the social things, it definitely takes that. Yeah, no, we have a blast anytime we've ever done it. It's like, it's pretty relaxing, and it reminds me of, you know, being a little kid painting the little Dungeons and Dragons pewter pieces, which was by far much more of my Dungeons and Dragons experience was owning those than, so yeah, no, it makes me feel good. Yeah, I'll never forget the first time we went into that mode. We went to go like just check it out for two minutes, and we were spent like thirty minutes. And therefore, you're like, "Hold on, I'm still painting. I got another part I want to finish." Yeah, getting a hold of thing, getting all detailed. Yeah, so a little side, a little sidetrack there. I got nostalgic, right? <laughs> but the the pass through is that that makes so much sense for Demio. So if you're on the Quest Two, it'll be the black and white, you know, standard pass through infrared cameras. If you're on the Quest Pro, you know, unfortunately, we're not rocking ones. But if you're on the Quest Pro, you get that with color pass through. Oh yeah, no, I, I, it seems to be the hot trend right now is taking advantage of the pass through and seeing what you can. And I think they were really waiting for the Pro. Yeah, to just drop like, that. Yeah, because I'm thinking if there's any newer technology anywhere, it's probably focused more on that, and then the residual will trickle down to us. Yeah, well, I'm a big fan of Q2 owners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of the potential of these, like, you know, quote unquote mixed reality games that utilize the pass through. I'm just, on the fence. You're on the fence. I think I'm on the fence. You know, there's a lot of cool ones coming. Shooters, you I know. know. I mean, some- I like the idea of like, uh, uh, you know, being able to map out your room. So if you're doing like room scale or whatever, you could, mm-hmm. you know, like the, I think they have like a shooting one. And if you're hiding behind your kitchen table, you know, so you're not going to bump into shit. I can respect that, but I don't know. I just, uh, the integration's what I'm, I'm more anxious to see, I think. Yeah, I don't think it'll be widespread popular on the Quest 2, as long as we have these black and white cameras, you mm-hmm. know, and of course the Quest Pro, so 
expensive at the 1500 it's not like it's going to be everybody's utilizing the color pass through mm. but if the quest 3 has color pass through it's going to be yeah i think that's, that's going to be a whole industry of games I'm, that's what i'm kind of hoping for yeah i i think the this the skeptical the skepticism comes while yeah right while uh, a little tongue-tied it comes while it's still the black and white cameras for me but i think when it's color pass through completely ooh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a hit See, I remember black and white TV. So when I see the black and white, I just think like, okay, so this is where we're at. And then mm-hmm. what came after the black and white TV, the color TV mm-hmm. wasn't, you know. Then HD. Yeah, HD was the game changer for, for television. Yeah, it's like uh, not wearing glasses, then putting on glasses. Yeah. Oh, no, a million percent. And some TVs I actually look at and I'm like, that almost looks too good. Like mm-hmm. someone filmed it with a, I mean, it's like, it. I don't know. But it's almost too good of graphics for a TV. Well, my attitude with the whole pass through thing is like, dude, we'll spend 15 minutes in the homeroom. Like <laughs> last night we were playing and you hopped into my homeroom and you almost sounded a little bummed that I was already in the app. You're yeah, like, well, like, where'd you go, man? I traveled over here. Yeah, you're like, I'm in your room, but I don't see you. No, but, and I think we've we both always agreed too that like when the person visiting the room can physically see your room. Yeah, then if that's they ever allow a game it. Change. Yeah, like they should just allow it to connect to the other mm-hmm. person's headset for field like, of view. I think we were saying it the last Monday morning news, like there should just be a privacy feature that you can I'm talk down. About. I'm down. I'm an adult. I'll click it. But besides the... I'll wear lead underwear and shit so nobody <laughs> can see me. Besides the the past through coming to Demio, they're also adding, uh, they, had, they didn't say exactly when, but coming soon they're doing the hand, hand tracking for Demio too. That I really like. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yep. Because then it's just going to add more of that authenticity to the whole game. Well, think of that pass-through. So you're seeing it in your room, and then and you're, you're doing it with your hands. Oh, my God. It, and the pass-through, we talked about it before. The pass-through got, I mean, it's not, not the pass-through. The hand tracking's gotten so much tighter since we first got in the quest. Oh my God, yeah. You know, not only, you know, from hand tracking 1.0 to hand tracking 2.0, but they've done little updates, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the time. that It's just, it, it used to be so shaky. Well, and as we learned... Anytime someone's using the hand tracking, no matter what the app, every time, every time you're doing it, it's it's information gathered back to the I don't know to meta to the, to the improve meta the brain. experience. Yeah, I'm just picturing this big plugged in like pulsing brain. Mm-hmm. You know, Rrr, give me your data, dude, dude, dude. I'll let your hands work better, dude. dude. Well, but definitely the hand tracking, not data improved, like they're so. stealing data. I'm just saying data from using your your hands for hand tracking. Yeah, it, that was it the, does get better. Talk about it a lot, but that was the just hoops. Yeah. Uh, developer who told us yeah. that that you that know. was educational. Yeah, that and uh, wear white gloves. Yeah, to help with the uh, the lighting. Yeah. Yep, with the it being able to see your hands with the tracking of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And like to anybody who's had bad experiences with hand tracking, you know, make sure you have a well well lit well lit room. <laughs> That's important. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm more than impressed of where it's come from to where it's going because there was some things that I bought early on that. Just because, you know, hey, it's got hand tracking. And after like five minutes, I was like, hey, this is wonky and janky as, as all can be. Mm-hmm. Not playing it again. And it's actually since changed. It's, it's like you can actually use your hands. I won't yeah, and a game that bring we, anybody down by name. but No, and a game that we love uh, that's actually all based around it, Unplugged, the mm-hmm. air guitar game. And it works phenomenal. Yeah, dude, he, he crushed it with that, though. Mm-hmm. Right on even release, I was blown Cause I was like, man, you're going to have to play guitar. It's going to have mm-hmm. to pick all this up and no shit. Put those controllers down and give that guitar that strum. Ka-chung. 
I love Unplugged. Yeah, I, I I will never say anything negative about that unless they do something terrible for the consumer. But what he did for, I think, hand tracking and showing what could be done at the time that he came out, it still holds up today. Yeah, man, hand tracking, color pass-through. Mm-hmm. Not color pass-through, but pass-through in general. Yeah, I, I love all these little niche features of VR. Yeah, it's going to be neat to try. Yeah, but speak- I definitely see hand tracking getting more popular in the long run. Though. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Another game that utilizes hand tracking, Cubism. We talked to the developer Thomas Van Bowel. Mm-hmm. You know, Cubism is one of one of the best puzzle games on the the store. Yeah, it's it's super fun. He's working on a new game. Oh, that game actually lets you do hand tracking and pass through uh, Cubism. But you can tell he's fallen in love with the pass through a bit because he's working on a new game called Laser Dance. Laser game. Yeah, it turns your room into a laser obstacle course, and it's going to be mixed. It's going to be the pa- it's going to be pass through. So it'll look like some Mission Impossible shit going down. Yep. So it'll be if you're on the Quest Two, it'll be the black and white. If you're on the Quest Pro, I'm sure he'll release it for that. It'll be you know color pass through, but it'll be your room, and then it'll be like a laser obstacle course, and you have to duck and dodge the lasers and touch a button, and then get to the next button. And perhaps he should get together with the developer of Thief VR. And start working on some future upgrades for that game. Because <laughs> you think about it, you go into some like stupid rich person's house and mm-hmm. all the laser beam shooting. You'd have to. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, Thomas Van Bell is a good developer. I saw him teasing. I, I saw him <laughs> teasing this game. Probably, honestly, off the top of my head, maybe six, seven months ago, he posted a video on on Twitter and just said it was a little like project, little like side thing he was working on. Didn't sound like anything big was going to come out of it. It was just like a little thing he was practicing with mixed reality with a pass through. And I instantly thought like, man, I want to play that. So I'm, I'm excited to hear that it's going to be an actual game. I also like when, you know, it's okay to build a game, but it's totally different when you're building something unique mm-hmm. that nobody necessarily has done before, or it's not become so saturated that, you know, everybody knows how to do it. So I, I give him a lot of credit. Yeah, he's he's on the cutting edge with hand I mean, tracking. I give all developers credit, but it's I like to see the originality of something. Yeah, he added hand tracking and passed through to Cubism pretty like pretty early on in you know them starting to pop into games, and now he's doing a whole game game based on. He's a passer. smart kid. Yeah, he's on the ball. He's, he's on the cusp kid. of things. Um, and then we also got you know it was referenced on a podcast that Zuck was on a couple weeks ago. The but, Zuck. The Zuck. But. You know, Zuckerberg also did tell the investors in their last little like investor call that the Quest 3 is launching sometime later next year. What later next year means, I'm going to guess that means like October, November next year, just like the same time the Quest Pro launched. That's my gut instinct. I hear later and I start having rock star fears like, well, we said it was coming later. Later could be like that very last day of the. Yeah, I think that they'll have it ready for Christmas time. You know, like that October, yeah. November. I don't think no, later next I'd, year. Anything September, October. Mm-hmm. That's that's more than tolerable. Yeah, I don't think later next year means August or no. July or March or spring or, or no. It means or January. Yeah, no. It means to me that later. means holiday season. You know, no, nope, makes really. sense. Especially if they're going to hold true to the the rumored price points and stuff. So mm-hmm. I just really hope that one has color pass through. Gives me time to save up. <laughs> The word is that it doesn't have, you know, eye tracking and face tracking. That's fine. But color pass through, I think, is essential for the is next it, one. Is it going to have a good battery life, stronger resolution mm-hmm. for better graphics, 
we already know that and we'll get to it, but you know, better controllers. Mm-hmm. So if you're giving me all that, it's essentially a real upgrade to the quest two mm-hmm. then shit. I'm down. Yeah. And like you said, when we first talked about the quest pro, you know, you, you were joking like, geez, if, if it's a thousand dollars, for face and eye tracking, I don't need it. To me, that's not a make it or break it feature. No. I'd rather color pass through, increased resolution, you know, mm-hmm. better graphics. Yeah, better gaming experience. Mm-hmm. Better I've, motion control. You know, you kind of referenced it, you know, last time we did a Monday morning news too. And I agree. I, I, I kind of feel like Rockstar's holding out with Grand Theft Auto for the next generation quest. It, I'm starting mean, to think it won't drop on the quest too. I mean, it probably could, but it'll probably melt it. <laughs> You know, like, I just, I mean, I don't know. I can't. I, but I think the Quest 2 has been out long enough that. They it, haven't even done that, and I want Red Dead 2. <laughs> but the, I think the Quest the Quest 2 has been out long enough that I think it's a fair time, you know, next year to release a new headset. You know, I'll be, I'll pay for mm-hmm. it. I'll get that. That's it. Very reasonable price point they're talking about as well. Yeah. Oh, no, I was, I wasn't expecting I'll that. be a day one pre-order. The only thing I hope is that I hope that we have lens manufacturers, you know, the people who make the lens and sword search, like the ones that we have from VR Optician. Mm-hmm. Those ones are the, they're, they're so good. Mm-hmm. To me, as somebody who has a strong glasses prescription, you know, I get a VR headset, I need lens inserts. So I hope I hope that we have some lens inserts available on the first couple of days. Yeah, man. Because I'll be a day one pre-order, but I need those, I need those inserts. I need accessories. Um. I don't have the prescription inserts, but I, I have the clear, just they protect my mm-hmm. lenses. And I've got so many accessories for my my Quest 2 that it's there is a little sadness when I know that, like... You need to start over at the next headset? Yeah, man. It's like I really... I, oh. can, I, can, I'll just, I can want for nothing as far as an accessory mm-hmm. and almost feel spoiled to some degree, but... Some of them I really like a lot, and to know that I'm going to lose that is like, oh, come on. Yeah, dude, right now I have VR optician lens. Even though I know the next one's going to be comfortable and all that. Yeah, and these accessories, will shit, they but, will come know. out, but you know they're not going to be available to the same level they are for the I'm, Quest 2 on day one. Dude, I'm shocked that the day of release for the Pro, that the people making third parties weren't just dumping ads everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, Even if they were conceptual, mm-hmm. because... They didn't have the actual, I mean, everyone's proven there's, there's some really good companies out there making products. Yeah. I mean, we are, we're sponsored by our podcast sponsored by Kiwi. Kiwi design. Kiwi design, man. They make some, some great stuff, but you know, there's a bunch of good companies. It's a whole industry. That was, I should have just mentioned them, but it's their grip, the, the grip covers that we have with the battery interchangeable on the fly that Mm -hmm. I'll most miss if I ever upgrade my controllers. Yeah, that they're weighted. They give me the extension I need for my hands. Yeah, I think my my full setup right now is I have the VR optician lens inserts. Mm-hmm. I have a Lucidco skin on it, a custom made Rough Talk VR skin on it. Yeah, um, I have a Kiwi battery pack head strap, which is oh, man. Well, yeah, we'll be talking about that. That is one of my favorites. I, I it's hard it's hard to pick a favorite because having the ability to just plug in right there in the weight balance is so good. Well, but nobody will ever have to hear me say. You know, and it sucked my battery. Up, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's like, I mean, I'm honest about it, but now if I if I'm set with a fat battery backup, I'm good. Yeah, and then I got the Kiwi face insert, and then I got exactly what you were just talking about—the lens or the the grip extenders, yeah, which so, is 
Oh, it's such a it's such a beast setup right now. It's like I'm so you happy. Have to start from scratch. Yeah, I don't know what my favorite is though, because like I I th- I'd argue the most you know game changing for me mm-hmm. is the lens inserts because of my situation. Like I oh because yeah to see better of course. And I don't like wearing lenses or wearing glasses with the headset. Yeah. I'm so scared of scratching Tap the lenses. Yep. Ugh, it's scary. <laughs> when I had my fiance try it, I thought I heard her glasses hit mine. Well, at least you have the plane, the plant, I think they're called plano lenses, plano, something like that. The mm-hmm. non-prescription inserts. Um, at least you have those. So if there's any damage, yeah, it's just on those, no, not your actual lenses. I remember I had issues. I was like worried that I wasn't, you know, field of view or whatever. No, mm-hmm. nothing. And, and they save your lenses. I'll say it all the time. Those Kiwi grip extenders, oh, man, it just, it changed into such a better those are, control those are experience. Actually, those are actually my favorite. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man, because also that that battery pack, just being able when, when I, I see that low battery and I just well, go, hold on it. one second. Doop. I just I love the way they feel in my hand. Yeah. So definitely, man, you I never thought of that until you just brought that up now. Yeah, like when holes, I get the Quest 3, they're, yeah, I got to I got to put aside like a, a little extra just for like I'm I didn't realize how big accessories were to the Quest like yeah. set up when I first got my Quest 2. The Quest to me is literally just the front unit just that little box which you actually said it earlier when we were talking off air you're like hey if that keeps the price down i'm down for it then i'll do the rest myself yep you know just i send me no straps nothing <laughs> bare minimum because it, it creates a whole industry of these other companies a lot of people well, are making money now that and when zuck was saying that like he actually likes seeing that mm-hmm. third party market i mean to me that's a win for everybody they can focus on what they need and just send you the most generic you know whatever they got to do to get it in your hands other than the technology in the actual unit and let the third party people make a little piece of the pie and sell you really unique stuff that works well. Yeah. If the quest came, the quest two came with like the best head strap and the best face grip or face interface and best controller grips and all that stuff on day one, it would cost $600 and there would be no Kiwi. There would be no Bobo. There would be no of these other companies. It would all be proprietary to their device. So, I like it the way it is. I love the interchangeability of shit. I love seeing all these different... There's so many of them. You left out our charging stands, too. Oh, from Mysterion. Yeah. Those are so... Color-changing charging station. Mm -hmm. And who knows with the next Quest if that's going to fit well on that. They they add that to the list of shit you're going to need. I saw them posting about a new headset stand. I don't know if it's out yet. Like, if they were posting about it being out or if they are just hyping it up, I don't remember, but it's got some side connectors and yes, stuff. Yes, I it, saw that. It looks real tight. Asterion's another good mm-hmm. good company. Reputable. Yeah. Man, the, I love the whole industry that exists. It's it's awesome. So mm, I hope these guys get... I, they, <laughs> yeah, they should, so you see my concern. Like, even should, if we had gotten pros on, like, day one, we'd be like, all right, we have no third party, nothing. I'd be... Uh, I'd be scared to use it until I got the lens insert, you know? <laughs> I, I hope that these companies get, like, uh, you know, sign NDAs and get a little early access to the headsets for R&D. I wonder that, but with the lack of... Things already being out. Push, yeah, I mean, because let's be honest, if we were in that industry, the day that pro came out, we'd be like, all right, you know, let's throw mm-hmm. a million ads at Facebook, and you wouldn't be able to sign on to Facebook or IG without seeing a sponsored <laughs> ad for... For whatever you were selling, yeah. Rough talk face wear from your yeah. VR, you know? And it's like, I just haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. I'm still seeing a ton of ads for new stuff coming from other companies for... Um, for, for Quest 2 stuff? Yeah, Quest yeah. 2 heavy. So we'll see. Yeah, it'll be curious to see. And then all these other headsets coming. 
they're going to have third party options as well. There's oh, just yeah. money to be made all over the world in the third party stuff. Yeah, I have a big feeling that 2023 is going to be a, a lit year in VR for, you know, standalone headsets coming out. Lots of 3D printers. <laughs> 3D printer sales about to go through the roof. So besides, you know, the Cubism developer, you know, working on a, a new upcoming game, there's also a game that's been talked about for a little bit. I think they showed it at one of the Quest conferences, not the Quest Connect that just happened, the one that was, I think, in April or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know which one I'm talking about? The conference? Yeah. No. I'm just agreeing with you. Okay. Uh, Dude, I've got like three conferences going through my head. Was yeah, no, Germany. No, 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 not one of the the game like a, one of the official meta showcases. Oh, okay. It was earlier this year. I don't remember exactly which month. I don't. Okay, but nonetheless, they they had hyped. Oh, why? It was in March. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe July. Or, I, I don't remember know. Where, like it was in March, July. Yeah, something Ember. like that. Maybe twenty twenty one. Sometime, but at one point, Broken Edge was announced. Um. You know, Broken Edge, it's a new sword fighting game mm-hmm. made by developer Trebuchet. And, Trebuchet. And published by Fast Travel Games, very rep- reputable developer. Mm-hmm. I won't lie. I, I, I like Fast Travel. Yeah, I, I love Cities VR. They did a great job with that. Now, granted, they're just the publisher in this, but, you know. Usually, well, yeah. So I guess they're not really ponying up the money as a like producer. So Well. You don't know their their internal, you know. I'd say I don't every. Know how much say they really have? I'd I'd. My impression would be that every game's like relationship between publisher and and developer is probably a little different. It's probably case by case, company Except by company. Producer, you want real yeah. tight with? That's the guy with the wallet. But it's a it's a sword fighting game, and it it looks pretty tight. It reminds me a little bit of Iron Lights, which I was I was pretty kick ass at. That was one of my better games that I've done <laughs> online with. Uh, it's coming sword? out. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say it's coming out November 17th, so pretty pretty soon. A couple weeks. Yeah, it got its launch date, which is again back to the point I always make that when these games that are like, you know, they're announced but they don't have a release date. When they get a release date, it's always like two or three weeks away. Yeah, I feel like that's so the opposite of how like consoles and stuff do. But I love this way. Like you hear, all right, there's a release date. It's in fucking two less weeks? than a month. Yeah, get your wallet ready. Yeah, so I'm, I love I'm that. I'm getting concerned with the sword fighting market. I'm just, I mean, nothing to the point where it's like, oh, I'm not going to play it, but I'm just, there seems to be an abundance. I think that this is a, one of those areas, like why has LucasArts not come in and made a sword, uh, Star Wars one? Give oh, me no, a lightsaber I'll, I'll, and go dude, competitive. Totally I don't even need force powers in that one. We can just go straight. Just lightsabers. Hell yeah. Like it, you know, save room for that. Don't oversaturate with sword fighting games and not have a lightsaber one yet. Yeah, so I'm just like I said, my concern level is going up because there's a lot of sword fighting games. You know, some futuristic, you could say that, and some not. But I don't want it to take away from the really great ones. No, and but I'm curious. It looks it looks interesting. It's got a little bit of like those animated drawn graphics. That's the only way I can describe it. Yeah, it's okay. colorful. No, I get what you're talking about, but. Let's see. I'll give it a try. You know, like I said, I kicked pretty good ass at Iron Light. So, you know, <laughs> even if it's even if it's just another sword fighting game, you know what? I'm I'm always happy to get some W's. Oh, yeah. No, I'm anxious to try it. I just don't want the market. Just I don't want like 100 sword fighting games a year. Yeah, I get it. Uh, but, you know, before we continue on, let's not forget. Let's take a moment real quick. Let's yeah. take a, a message from our sponsors. Like I said, people who help keep on the lights, help keep the show going. Yep, absolutely. We'll be back with you in just a moment. Fall is in the air, 
And our friends at Vincero Collective has sponsored this episode to make sure all of our listeners are accessorizing their autumn outfits with premium watches, jewelry, sunglasses, and more. Their top-tier designs make sure you look class while you save some cash. Other watchmakers have insane markups, so that's where Vincero steps in. You can have the looks of a premium lifestyle without breaking the bank. For a limited time only, get 20% off plus free shipping site-wide with our exclusive code RoughTalkVR at VinceroCollective.com. I love the high-quality feel and fashionable look that Vincero Collective brings without breaking the bank. Vincero Collective designs everything in-house, sources their own materials, and produces in small batches so the quality is at the highest standard. Whether you have a work meeting or a nice date planned, a high-quality watch can make a great impression. Vincero offers many attractive designs for the modern individual. In addition to watches, Vincero just launched their commuter bag. This is the ultimate travel bag specifically designed for someone who likes to look good while traveling. This product is made of 100% recycled nylon material, so it is lightweight and you can support a sustainable cause. Vincero Collective also offers iconic sunglass styles with polarized lenses and 100% UV protection. You can block out the sun with style. Feeling confident? Add on to your look with their essential yet sophisticated necklaces and bracelets for both you and for her. And with holiday sneaking up, this is the perfect gift for yourself or someone you love. Buy it before they sell out. But you don't have to take my word for it. With over 30,000 five-star reviews, they have been named GQ's go-to brand for premium lifestyle accessories. Get 20% off plus free shipping site-wide with the code ROUGHTALKVR at VinceroCollective.com. Support our show and use code ROUGHTALKVR at V-I-N-C-E-R-O Collective.com. Accessorize your life at an exceptional price with Vincero. We are excited to announce our newest Rough Talk VR podcast sponsor, VRList.xyz, a marketplace for VR talent that just launched April this year and already has over 100 members as of October. At VRList.xyz, they believe the metaverse will usher in new opportunities for all those who partake in it. With that, they asked a simple question, how can you find VR creators? Unhappy with the results they found, it was time to take things into their own hands. They've embarked on a journey to simplify how those looking for VR services can connect with those who supply them. VRList.xyz is an open marketplace for VR creators, instructors, entertainers, and proprietors to proudly showcase their talents and spaces to potential clients. And with already over 100 vendors listed, including Stratus and yours truly, VRList.xyz is quickly becoming the premier VR talent marketplace. Again, that's VRList.xyz to find the right VR talent for your needs. All right, well, back from that little break. You know, hey, like I always say, we got to keep the lights on. You know, the show, the <laughs> it, show, the show helps. has to stay alive somehow. It does help to have electricity? Yes, of course. Your listenership is very important. That's how we kind of get those those sponsorships it's a full circle it's everybody went it's a circle of a circle of life circle of life and we've got some we've got some good ones at this point you know we've got watches we got t-shirts we got you know shaving we got you know publishing list we got accessories it's a good time in the rough talk vr podcast family yeah if you look at the whole package of current sponsors mm-hmm. it all I'm comes happy together with it. yeah it all comes together very well mm-hmm. but you know let's get back to the news i guess the nitty-gritty so we'll go into some some financial Talk no stocks or anything like that, but I guess some some numbers. So first thing that's kind of real impressive. Some numbers. Some numbers. <laughs> uh, 
Bone Lab, which came out the other week, it came out that in their first hour of release, they passed a million in sales. Which, you know, I always say, you know, maybe in console numbers, that's not crazy. So but for VR... Is that a million dollars in sales or is that a million sold copies? I think that's a million dollars in sales. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just in my head, I'm like, could you imagine if it was a million copies? Well, remember how much the, the reviews were blowing up on it and the amount of people who completed the first couple achievements? So I'm not surprised. What I want to know is what was that number after the first 24 hours, <laughs> you know? First hour is one thing. I didn't buy it the first hour. Mm-mm. Bought it like maybe hour four or five, six, something like that after release. Probably safe to assume they made a million an hour then. The for whole day or uh, at know. least, uh, man, I'm curious to the 24 hour number. I'm like, wow, they didn't give us that. No, and it's still, <laughs> still selling. So that means that many people had their finger on the trigger. Like, all right, at this time is when the game's going to drop. Click within 60 minutes. I've done that with some games. Don't get me wrong. But I just wasn't, there was no point because I wasn't home from work yet or anything like that. You know, it dropped off. Yeah, and I doubt the data just drops off after the first, exactly this, oh, 61 minutes. Look at that. It went right. down it's, 80%. It just plateaued. No, I have a feeling it, <laughs> I agree with you. I wonder if they kept it, the, there's a possibility they kept the steady million a whole 24 hours. Maybe at some points they even passed a million. Maybe it averaged to about a million an hour. I mean, some I, hours 0.7. Hearing some of the financials of some of the developers or the, you know, the ones where names aren't mentioned, but you hear some numbers, it's mind boggling to me. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more money than I actually thought for the current market where it's at, but it just shows how, I mean, I mean, with the VR market now, and you made a million dollars in an hour, you know, five years from now, geez Louise. Man. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody expected VR to be, or the Quest market Even specifically. Even though that you, can, you could make that kind of money in the VR industry right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. It has to be attractive to developer studios. Yeah. That's, that's at the end of the day where everybody wins Mm -hmm. until people prove money can be made. We talked about this over a year ago. Um, You know, Hey, you might be a real reputable studio with a lot of freaking money, but are you going to make that investment into something that's not going to give you good ROI? No. Nope. And I actually, now people are proving it. I actually think, you know, it's it's got a good story mode and everything, but I think in the end, I actually think Medal of Honor made other big studios a little bit more hesitant because you know Respawn made that you know they're a big studio, but it wasn't like the most well received game. No, so I think that that you know that was an example of you know if they had came over it. and killed it and was like was able to go back and tell you know everybody else you know hey look we made a freaking killing the community loved it. Unfortunately, they got a very you know if anything a tough reception. So, you know, people, I wouldn't be surprised if that made a couple other big studios like, Oh, we don't really understand VR enough to make the transition over yet. You know, we'll keep and watch. How's this? We reviewed it. Mm -hmm. We had our issues with certain things about Mm -hmm. it. And it was a good story mode, but it was mainly that multiplayer. But I haven't seen a notable update. No, since it came out. No, I think respawn went peace. Cha-ching. Yeah. So, I mean, even if you are, you know, a triple A studio, it's still got to be a good game. There's no guarantee you're going to pull it off. No, it's got to be a good game. It's got to work good. Like it's got to run smooth. That's Damn, number man, one. I forgot how, how much, how much hype there was for that too. Mm-hmm. And I, I swallowed the hype pill, I believe. So that's like the opposite of like example, Resident Evil four, which had a bunch of hype and then delivered, you know, that just one. depends, I guess on the, the delivery. How serious people really want to take it. Mm-hmm. 
I know that was a little. I don't know if it actually did make any difference in other big so studios you know what I coming over, but that's just a guess. What games don't? What games have tanked and made no money? Because even like some of the shittiest reviewed games out there mm-hmm. have reviews, and there's a lot of ratings. Mm-hmm. So it's like people have bought it and played it. Is the worst game out there still making really? I mean, not you know millions of dollars, but they're, oh, I made half a mil. Mm-hmm. Would people be appalled? Right. <laughs> and I mean, but I'm, no, it's it's good for people looking to get into the industry and developers on the fence of really stepping in feet first. Mm-hmm. Like wow, the first hour and now's the time too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, start to figure it out now. You know, it's upset. That's what's upsetting that respawn piece instead of just being like, all right, first experience, let's. All right, we got through the mud. They could have owned it. And just been like, all right, next one will be better. We're, not we're learning. Yeah. You know, it's like, it is what it is. We're starting over, basically, new industry, whatever. We're sorry. See you, see you in a couple of years. We got a new one coming. Don't worry. We're sorry. Because it, it feels like they, they went, peace. All right, not our market, not our thing. I've said before, sometimes when new games come out, I go, look, you know, let's just wait for an upgrade and see what happens, or update mm-hmm. and see what happens and what changes they make. And You know, you know what's going to happen waiting. now? Tomorrow update tomorrow. No, tomorrow morning it's gonna come out that respawns working on a new VR game coming out in twenty twenty three or something like that. I'm gonna be like, ah I hope so. Yeah, that would be hey, I hope so too. I hope that's My the feelings case. will not be hurt. Mine neither, and I'm the one who's saying this. Mm-hmm. So on another note of financials, before we get back to another fun thing, uh it also came out that the quest store surpassed one point five billion in revenue. And I remember when hearing that they passed a billion like sometime earlier this year. So to now hit 1.5 billion doesn't sound like those numbers are slowing down. No, and wait until after Christmas when those numbers pull. Mm-hmm. It's going to be crazy. There's an article on roadtovr.com. If you go to it, you'll see they have like a nice chart. Uh, and it shows, you know, the the revenue yeah, yeah, by <laughs> per month. And then you'll see that Christmas revenue, come, you know, that first Christmas of the Quest 2 out. And it just it just shoots almost straight up and it doesn't really look like it's slowed down since. No, I mean, all somebody has to do is let's be honest, owning a headset is personal. So you Mm -hmm. shouldn't really have to share it. It's like, have I run to Best Buy to try the pro? No, I don't want my face in it. If someone else is, I just, you know, 80 people a day going to put, no, get the hell out of here. Their snot nose is all, all up on it. I'm good. Pink eye. I am good. So they're, to me, it's a personal herpes fucking faces. It's, it's a personal clusters thing. everywhere. No, I agree with you. It's a, I, I'm I'm as soon as you said that, like, hey, the only reason I haven't gone to Best Buy yet and tried one is I don't want to stick my face in somebody else. So I'm like, yeah, that's actually a very fair point. I don't want Quest Eye. Didn't think of that unless I'm the first in the day and I see them take that that thing out of the box and set it up. And, and even know. then, I might not. Let me see the guy. Who Opened it up out of the box. Yeah, what's his fingers look like over there? Were you just rubbing your butt or something? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me sniff that. I That's how you come from out of the restroom a moment ago. You wash your hands? <laughs> You're fucking gross. <laughs> oh, man. But no, good for them. It, it's funny. I think the biggest maturing I've had about my thoughts in the VR industry in the past year, from like where I started 2022 to now where we're closing it. It is, is 2022. Yeah, like I said, the difference between my thoughts at the start of 2022 and now the you know oh, as we're closing okay. in on it at the end, I think the biggest thing I've matured on is my thoughts on content curation. Mm-hmm. You know, I was pretty against, I, I guess overall against it at the start of the year. I was like, all these games should be on the official store. And now granted, most of them are. <laughs> most of the ones I was ranting about 
Um, but I, I understand it now, especially after talking to Chris Pruitt. Like mm-hmm. that's how you get to one point five billion in revenue. Oh no, it's you their, can't just let everything. Their selection on. process is legit. So jump through the hoops and get the rewards at the end. Mm-hmm. But you can still make bank on App Lab. And it's great to see, you know, we, we talked about it the other week, and I'll just reiterate it. It's great to see all of these games moving to the official store. It's 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 awesome. It's like well, success stories. They, I, I get the feeling that they all didn't sit there and wait either. It's like everyone we've spoken to put a lot of time and effort in. Many updates. You know, although I get that you can wait for, you know, somebody special to play your game and post about it or tweet about it and, Mm-hmm. It have a really huge effect on your sales, but the real way to get it done is, what do I got to do? Mm-hmm. You know, well, it needs to run at this frame rate. Well, okay, there's your first thing. Fix that. Yeah, there's there's a couple I'll still still petition for. Squingle, mm-hmm. Color Connect. Listen, app. if they meet all the criteria, those ones are great with the technology requirements, and they're not, then you know that's sad. Atlas Mystery, that's another good one. Again. I don't know what the... Swordsman VR. Ooh. I need to have a developer headset so I can run their programs they use. So, you know... Yeah, like, see the frame rate? Yeah. See, all right, see they're dipping. They're dipping. Okay. I get that part. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'll use Atlas. I don't understand why that wouldn't be. So there must be some technological thing going on. I don't I don't understand. Yeah, that one's... That one's same with Swordsman VR. Swordsman VR is like a, a full-blown campaign. Yeah, they're, they're store-bound. They have to be. Yeah. And we're reviewing another game later this week that I think is another shoe-in for Official Store, but we'll save yeah. that for Wednesday. We don't need to go no. go super sidetracked on that one. Um, so I guess the last thing before we, we wrap this baby up, we'll talk about, you know, we haven't gotten to to try a, a Quest Pro. We just joked about not trying one in Best Buy. I and gave you my legitimate reason why. Unfortunately, if I had $1,500 to spend on a VR headset, I would have a gaming PC, and I would also be talking about PC VR. You know what I mean? Like, the reason I don't... That comes down the road. Yeah. We'll I, get there. One day. Day by day. But, like, it's the exact... You know, I got into VR with the Quest because of the affordability. It's mm-hmm. kind of tough with the Quest Pro, but it is attractive with the color pass-through, and it's it's cool to see it pave its its way for the next generation. Um, but, you know, I've definitely been following reviews because, again... I'm a sucker for mixed reality, and it's just it's attractive. Between that and the controllers, it's like damn, damn. But nonetheless, uh, it seems like that the biggest takeaway is that the controllers are stealing the show. Yeah, almost. <laughs> it's funny. Every good review and bad review will pretty much make mention of those controllers, and mm-hmm. the bad reviews are like, I'm returning the headset, but I'm buying these controllers the minute I can. Yeah, I mean, and granted, the controllers cost almost the same as a Quest Two. Mm-hmm. They're three ninety or two ninety nine right now. It's three hundred bucks for a controller. They're a little pricey. They're not out yet. Like you can't buy it. You I think can it wish comes you out. Had it <laughs> I think they will I think if I off the top of my head, I think they're coming out in December to buy separately. And it's tempting because all the reviews of the Quest Pro, man, it's like that improved tracking. You know the feel of them. Everybody's super complimentary of them, and I'm like, ah, I could see how I, I play a lot of games that involve swinging the arms. You know, sword fighting games, punching games. I could see how this improved tracking would make a huge difference. Well, if you do want the controllers, you can get them tomorrow. They're not spend fifteen hundred bucks on a pro. That's a good point. Keep the pro in the box and use your controllers in your quest too. They don't work yet. The software update's not out. Allegedly. No, it doesn't work yet. People have tried. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's what sucks. Yeah. It's like people have already You're tried at the it. mercy of when they they're when they allow it. the yep. integration into it. 
Yeah. Because don't get me wrong, if I had a Quest Pro, that's be the first thing I tried. Probably when they're for sale. Yeah, that's actually what I'm thinking. They're that's probably why they're not for sale yet. They're probably like, shit, we're really uh, we're a little behind on this update. It's not exactly ready because of the new fancy controllers. Everyone else's are going to be like dumbed down now with technology, mm-hmm. so you get like little lag moments. We'll get you to buy these controllers one way or another. <laughs> You just wait and see. So my my million dollar question is going to be is, are they going to incorporate that type of controller design and functionality with the next headset? That's what's interesting because you see that. It's going to be sad if it's basically, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like they can't. Yeah, I just think like a pro pro user is probably going to buy the next headset and he's not going to want to go backwards or she with the the controllers. No, and, and... But you think about it, it's like these controllers cost 300 as they are. You know, mm-hmm. rumored that next headset's going to be four or 500. I don't like that wonder, math. Right? I don't like that yeah. math. I don't, that makes me think that they're not going to be. But we'll these see. controllers have like their own processor in them. They have like they're their computers. own computer. Yeah. yeah. Little, That's even what Zuckerberg said at computer. the Connect. He's like, it's pretty ridiculous, actually. But they're two own, two, two of their own little computers. So if you're on the fence with spending 1500 bucks, don't just spend the 300 and. I'm tempted. Upgrade your. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I wasn't at first because I I was until I heard the price. Then I wasn't. But then now I'm hearing the reviews of everybody who spent fifteen hundred and saying that that the controller stole the show. And I'm like, damn, it might be worth it. Well, the fact that I I read people who are boxing their unit back up and but have full intentions mm-hmm. of happily spending three hundred. And those were um, you know, one was a Beat Saber player. So you know that. It, it, they obviously are tracking better if you've got people who play these type of you know motion games, and then they're like, "Nope, it definitely was better." Yeah, first thing I would do with them is go into thrill the fight, start throwing down some punches. Yeah, I need that third but party protection. I was just about to say no that goes back to your things. point about you know now we need the Kiwi extenders Jesus. for the pros. You drop that controller, you're gonna like have a panic attack. Mm-hmm. And dude, oh man, it's it's eating at me. There's one other app lab game I wanted to to mention. That should be in the official store. Can't remember it for the life of me. And it's eating at me because I know it's going to come to me as soon as we're done recording. I'm going to be like, oh, that's such a good App Lab game. Of course. But all, if I if I think it's of it. problem with App Lab, though. There's a lot of good freaking games. Yeah. And like I said, a lot of our favorites have moved. But there's, like I said, there's still some that I would like to see. But yeah, I understand the whole curation process. I'm not going to say here. And, yeah. I mean, my attitude after the interview was it, it changed. And I could see it in my own head. I felt like such an idiot like mm-hmm. week after week. How come this isn't on the store? This was, deserves to be on the store. Well, it's hey, like, not well, for nothing. Technically, you know, it might not be running at the required parameters that mm-hmm. it needs to be to be on the store. I'm like, oh, even, I felt so small. Even from talking about Arcaxer, which is a great example, you know, it won our App Lab game of the year. We were sitting there saying, oh, this game should absolutely be on the official store. And now it is. Mm-hmm. But they still did have to do a lot of. That's what I'm talking about a lot of editorial work on their end to get it to meet those requirements. If you're not doing your, your part, then I guess you can't really expect meta to be like banging on you. Please come on the store. Mm-hmm. It seems like updates is like one of the biggest things, staying consistent, having an engaged well, community. Meeting the minimum requirements to have a game on a store is where I'd mm-hmm. start. And again, without being privy to, Everything that's required, I don't have a, a cut sheet that says this is exactly what Meta looks for. I'd love to one day, just so we could run an App Lab game and be like, hey, we really love the game, and we can righteously say we don't know why it's not in the store because it fell in the frame rate perimeters. I don't know the where things might get hokey is, you know, what's your future plans for your game? Mm-hmm. What's your marketing strategy? Which I believe is 
it seems like without knowing for sure it seems like a very big part yeah all and the games go that, to have, that table with the oh we didn't think about that then you know we'll talk, probably talk to you get back to us in six months yeah all the games that we've seen that we loved and have gone over to the official store have gotten updates mm-hmm. and like i said have an engaged community you know so those, yeah, there's a lot involved mm-hmm. and that's i mean that's why some of these two studio teams we talk to they're just flat out crazy like our caxer to handle their their you know social media presence and mm-hmm. while developing a game and then dealing with corporate stuff which you know you're gonna have to and then bugs doing and podcasts fixes. and doing yourself that is a yeah. shit you get a guy like me sliding into your messages hey you want to yeah. come on and want to come and talk about your game <laughs> come on man you know you do you're not busy enough <laughs> we'll do it on a weekend too you know there's 24 hours in the day and you're gonna need four of them for sleep so let's go oh and by the way let's do this on a weekend <laughs> just in case you were trying to do the whole weekday job thing no uh-huh. i i give all these all these people credit and it's crazy the the amount of small teams pumping out some of the best content we as consumers love to play mm-hmm. but don't really know that it's not like an office building full of people it's back to me i came back you know it's one game that i will die on the hill still that i, I you know maybe it doesn't Obviously, meet the requirements we'll never know because you know nope, it came it. back it came back i'm so glad but bocce got, time oh yeah you know bocce. what's in, well you know why i didn't say it because you're worried about forever vr making a bocce game and stealing that that's that's a fear of mine uh, i'm gonna say that's probably probably was in the works before bocce time came <laughs> out um no i don't think of it as an app lab game so it's weird. That's why I forgot about it. Yeah, That's why I, it slipped my mind. It's like it's it's, in, it's its own category. It sits at the top of my thing in my my top list of games because I love to go in there and, and it sounds dumb, but I love to play some bocce, you know? It has that walkabout mini golf magic so feel with to you, it. Totally. Because I no. don't mentally think of it. Some App Lab games I play, I'm like, oh, I'm playing an App Lab game. Yeah. And you think it? This one I don't. Yeah, Swordsman and Bocce Time are the two like. But I do I have think that those are the next, VR and Fear that you have 100 percent. i mean hey look they just came out with or they're coming out with a pool game and i'm so excited for it because i think that their style of gameplay no it works perfect i think that they're gonna knock pool out of the, the but water they're nailing all of them because they have bowling. I just, that's They've why i said i hope they don't so they steal get... bocce bocce time is so good and i honestly think even if forever vr came out with a bocce game mm-hmm. i think bocce time would be better you know i think forever VR... you say that you haven't played the four vr one that's Think true. of how many different bocce balls you're going to get. Different, some of them have weird effects. Bocce time, so good. And they're shot. It's going to be tough. I, Just I, like pool, you're going to. I think they'll have the best pool, pool one. And, I think they'll have the best pool one. They have my favorite bowling possible. one. They have a damn good darts one. I mean, I won't lie. Four VR pool will will crush the competition. No, I think that Just one's going to steal the show. They've already got that whole social mm-hmm. thing down to. A pet. So I mean, and their their environments they do is going to look so much like a pool hall. You'll have your meta avatar. They do really good with the physics, so I think they're going to steal the show with pool. But you can't touch my bocce. Don't touch my bocce. You know, stay I mean, the hell knows? away from bocce time. You know, maybe they work with the developer. Be like, look, just give us access to your to your stuff. Look, don't ever make a bocce game. All right, it's very important that Bocce Time is the game that makes it to the official store for Bocce. Do all the others. Don't you dare mess with Bocce. No, but uh, I, man, Bocce Time's so good, and 
I just see for for VR forever VR whatever their name is. I see them scooping up every sports title, and it it makes sense because they have that copy and paste why template. Not? You know why not? Why not? They've done all the hard work. They've now done. They just got to fill in that cornhole. Yep. I, I hate saying. I wish they'd change the name. They could even call it sack toss. I like that better than cornhole. It's not a sports game, but I think that they could do pinball really good because of the social aspect. <laughs> I'm all set with pinball. <laughs> Please don't do pinball. I am excited for their pool, though. I'm yeah. real excited for that one. Nope. Genuinely. Me and you have talked about pool for a while. You know, the rack was real good, the first one. The second one we haven't reviewed until, you know, well, I, I, we'll talk fig- about they're it. figuring out we'll their things. It's it. just still, it's not fair to do a full review yet. No. They're still working out their kinks. It's not still. bad, though. No, it's not bad. It's just not finished. You know, it's still heavily going through updates. So I don't think that's a fair time to drop a review. Not really much else to talk about this week. I will say I definitely did. Like I said in the beginning, I can feel it. I missed the the Monday morning news banter. Absolutely. I'm glad to be back doing a review on Wednesday as well. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's going to be an App Lab game. Haven't done one of those in a while. And you had came up with a great idea for App Lab games going forward with the review system, and I agree with it so much. So we're we're going to start with it next, you know, next episode mm-hmm. with App Lab games instead of replayability. We're going to switch that to store worthiness. Store worthiness. And that makes so much sense. Yeah. Instead of adding another category. And we don't have to say, I don't know why this isn't on the store. We'll yeah. just say, hey. Look, it got category. a 15. You know, it's not really. Correct. It's It's got some some stuff to do. Correct. Or like a bocce time would get the 20. Yeah. You know, boom. Oh, yeah, no. He already does in my book. There's some games that would get a 10. It is what it is. Every game's different. All right, no, but I love that idea. And other than that, stay tuned for Wednesday's App Lab review. And then... uh. Stay tuned. Talk soon.